Hello, everybody. This is Jose Roldan Jr., and I hope you enjoyed last week's part one episode of actor Danny John Jules. Danny is a really funny guy, and everything he talks about is organic. So stay tuned for part two of me interviewing Danny John Jules from Red Dwarf. This, this is the Jose Show. Jose Show. Hello, everybody. This is Jose Roldan Jr., and welcome to another exciting episode of the Jose Show. And without any further ado, here is Danny John Jules. Let me ask you this other question. In the movie Labyrinth, uh, from what I understand, you played Fiery 3 and 4. You did the voice. Yes. Did you also help with the choreography of the dance no. moves? The choreography was done by a man called Charles Organs, who played Queeg in Red Dwarf. Really? That's how I got the gig. It was him that put me up for the gig. That's pretty because, cool. Yeah. If you if you go, you can again, there's loads of photos of him working with Bowie on there on set, and you can look him up. And of course, how he got Red Dwarf, I repaid the favor. We all went out to dinner with the production of, you know, the writers and the producers and the director. And we all went, we, we all went to, um, we all went to uh, a restaurant and he basically just took over the, the plate. Hey, what is that? Holy moly. Three dogs going crazy. And my daughter doing TikTok. Look, yeah. I think... This is this glamorous actor's life that everybody thinks that you live, you know. <laughs> it Here happens. I am, sitting in the middle of the countryside, you know, torrential rain outside, three dogs and a daughter, TikTok, <laughs> and, and someone sitting in America on the phone. Nothing wrong with that. There's nothing I, wrong with that. I can multitask. That's right. I completely understand. My dogs do the same thing, and, and I have a train yeah. that's literally 100 foot from my house. And yeah, so so what um so what um what was I, what was I saying before I went out? Or what was you saying? Um gosh, I'm, oh we were talking about fiery three and four on uh fiery three and four. So Charles Hawkins was the one who, who got me the gig on that. Right? Now Charles Hawkins was the original in England, he was the original exercise man on morning television. Right? He was Mr. A. You can look that up, Mr. A on the Russell Harty show. And he was the original exercise man where you get the audience exercising in the morning. Yeah. And, you know, he was in, he was also in Live and Let Die. Talking about Bond. James Bond. Wow. Yeah. And he was also, he also was the director and choreographer of Five Guys Named Mo, the Broadway play. And he was all, he came over here with a show called Bubbling Brown Sugar, where he starred and directed. So, that was the guy that got me here. So anyway, how he got to play Queen, we all went out to dinner and he took over the table, you know, and, and Rob and Doug were like, man, we got to write an episode for this guy. You know, he's so funny. And then that's how Queen came about. That is pretty fascinating. That's see, trivia. You ne- see, I'm giving you golden trivia. Yeah. You don't hear stuff like this, you know, so that, yeah. that's, that's why you don't interview people like me enough. That's it. See, that's why I like to do this show because I hear things. You get that the real story. You get the real story. Um, so that's actually pretty cool, man. I all right. right. So everybody, 
listen to this episode. And so there you go. That was how I got into Labyrinth. And then I repaid the favor by taking him to dinner so they could write an episode for him. And they did. That is neat. And it was one of the most, you know, it was voted one of the best um, guest characters on Red Dwarf. Really? Did not know that. Do you know, he, he also choreographed the original Tongue Tied and he also choreographed the Blue Midget Dance. Man, you got to be good. To you see, that. you see why you have to interview me first. <laughs> I'm glad yeah. I got a hold of you. Well, I'm telling you, bro, I am the Matrix. The Matrix like this. You know, it's funny. I didn't tell everybody how I got a hold of you, um, you know, with with uh, Twitter and Instagram. You know, it's kind of easy to find, you know, the celebrities now. And I had sent you a message and, you know, I, I know you had responded and then actually it was on Twitter. And then we talked on Instagram and I didn't realize that you're on Celebrity VM where you do messages and birthday greetings. Yeah. And so I didn't realize you did all that because we have Cameo over here. And Yeah, so- but they've been asking me to join them. You should. Well, I am. But, you know, because I, I haven't... It, it, see, what you have to do, you've got to keep keep on a cameo. And do, do you know I'm not verified on... Do you know that I am not verified on Instagram? Can we get a petition together in America to tell those fools that I'm the same guy on their other company in Facebook? How can I be verified on Facebook and not be verified on Instagram? Man, there's people verified on there that have never been on stage. I know, right? Isn't that and crazy? they're called actors. They're that's, called that's actors. That's crazy. I've been in the business for 40 years. I can't get verified. You're talking about Facebook. Good luck with that one. <laughs> no, no. I'm, no, I'm verified on Facebook. But I know I'm Facebook owns on Instagram. But, mate, can't you see the banality of that? Yeah, it's, it should be that's like one and the same. It should you're, be connected. You're a, mem- you're a, mem- you're a member of, of, you're a member of the club, but you can only go on the first floor. That's yeah, that's crazy. You can't go upstairs where all the pretty women are. <laughs> Maybe I you need stay to stay downstairs this... with the chauffeurs. Maybe I need to send this episode to uh, Mark Zuckerberg and let him listen to it. <laughs> oh well, uh, good luck with that. <laughs> all right, we're gonna, we're gonna go ahead and take a commercial break. You're listening to the Jose Show on Turf Radio. And I'm gonna get my host to make me a cup You're of tea. You're listening to Turf Radio, the, the only radio I'm station of its kind it, dedicated to the interviews. green industry. Now you can yeah. even ask Alexa to tune you in. Ruined my interview. And now he's coming. He's got a he's got an ironing board in the background. <laughs> Welcome back to the Jose Show. I'm your host, Jose Roldan Jr., and we're talking with actor Danny John Jules. <laughs> Yeah, it's, I'm, I'm sorry. If you can hear some rummaging in the background, that's the, the house I want. <laughs> yeah, his his father in law's just been kicked out, and he's coming now. Yeah, he's he's, re- he's banging around with a, an ironing board in the background. Oh man, this is a good interview. I love this though. This is this is definitely not scripted. I love this. Oh, Brett. Yeah, stick the kettle on, mate. Stick the kettle on. Yeah. Hold on, look. Come over here a minute. We just had your old man in here. He was at the window. <laughs> Banging on the window, trying to get in. This is this is the the, the owner of the house, Brett. Hi there. Thank right? you. How are you that doing? That was his father-in-law that was just in. I was just telling him. He's out on the window in the rain, right? And he's walked around. I thought he was having a laugh. And he was going something out the window. And I, I was going, look, go away. Go away. <laughs> I've sent him on his way. Guess what? He didn't have the key to get in. He's out there wet as a dog. Oh, my God. Oh, no, I locked the doors. Mate, he couldn't get in. He couldn't get out. That's why. And Tina phoned me. I'm in the interview. Tina's phoned me and said, uh, Dan, could you just get up and let me dad in? Oh, my God. <laughs> Apologies. No, no you that's see, okay. 
It, it's cool. See, I, yeah, I love roll, stuff we, like we, this. We, it's all organic. <laughs> it is. It, organic's the best. It's not scripted. Yeah, he, you know what? He's got a peacock out there in the garden. A peacock. Well, we have a few peacocks around um, our area, too. Yeah, but not in England. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it doesn't happen in England in people's. You've got, probably got the weather for them over there. Yeah, but you know, in the rain you won't see him. But he, but you know, you got to remember he shares the garden with dogs. Tell me how that works. Uh, yeah, my dog. He's got two. Up. He's got two dogs, and that 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 um uh, that hasn't been eaten. He hasn't been eaten. That chases the dogs. He's lucky. He chases the dogs. Oh, that's something's wrong with that. <laughs> oh, I'm going to send you. I'm going to send you some footage of the peacock. Running around with the dogs, dude. I would love to see that. That is funny. Yeah. Oh my and goodness. I've got one where he just goes ping. Oh, a his real feathers. close one. I'm okay. telling you, if you like peacocks, if your if your viewers like peacocks, they're gonna love me when I send this bit, bit of footage. Yeah. If you send that, I'll um I can include it in the video when I share it with uh, the Jose Joe Zephyr Hills edition, which is my video arm. So there you go. Um, we're going to go ahead and wrap it up because um, we got like 10 minutes left. Uh, if you have yeah. any final words that you would like to say and then share your social media. Right. Basically, um, Red Dwarf came at the right time of my career because at that point I'd made all my mistakes, you know, like you do in show business. You get a bit above your station sometimes and, you know, Sometimes you have to get a knockback to really understand where you need to be. And that's what happened to me on Red Dwarf. I was an understudy when I auditioned for that show. You know, I was understudying in a, in a Western show. And so not only did I have the understudy role, and then I got Red Dwarf. So I got, I was doing filming Red Dwarf in the day and going to the, um, and, and going to the, the theatre at night, you know. And so that is it. And Sammy Davis says it. It doesn't matter, you know, if you, you know, you, 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 you cry and you fight for the opportunity and you make a lot of noise. But he says it don't make no difference if you're not ready to execute it when the time comes. And, you know, my one man show is about Sammy Davis Jr. Yes. You I know, I that. do I do a two hour show with 21 songs. I do all the, the, the I do all kinds of songs that, you know, the Vegas thing. Um, I, the new my new job. I've just I've just done a, 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 an episode in a show called Dodger. I've just done. Uh, I'm getting to do a new a detective a new detective um, show called Shakespeare and Halfway. I'm starting filming that in um, uh, a week and a half, and then I go on tour with the um, the premiere of the stage version of the da vinci code oh wow yeah and i'm playing sir lee that the ian mckellen part in the movie but this is based on the book not the movie that'd be cool how about that that is that is pretty sweet and that is all over the media right now if you google that you'll see you'll be scrolling all day <laughs> cool yeah so that's what i'm doing and that's what i'm that's what's happening after i put this down i'll be going off to do um uh, Hathaway. I just did Celebrity The Chase, which is a big um, uh, um, game uh, quiz show on on telly. Um, yeah, so I've done stop, and, and and then I did the Red Dwarf convention in Nottingham about three three weeks ago. Oh, that's sweet. Yeah, so you know, and now, and now 
I'm doing an interview with um, Mr. Jose, Mr. Yes. San Jose, no less. Yes. <laughs> well, you know, I've been to San Jose and I did all those drives at PBS. See, um, I, I live in Zephyr Hills, which is about an and hour. K- and K- KTEH? I don't know where that's at, unless that's in Orlando. Yeah, that's another one, but that was all down that way. San Jose, you know, Florida, you know, down there. No, oh, what's the other one with the turning, the turning restaurant? Oh, that's in uh, Seattle. Right. So I've done the Seattle PBS drive. I did the San Jose PBS drive. Man, I've done it. Been there, worn the T-shirt. Wow. Answered the phone. That's sweet. Yeah. My first ever convention was in Chicago. Wow. 1994. Yeah, I was going to conventions then, but I you know, yeah, live in Florida. Visions. Visions. Oh, that's cool. Dang. I was staying at nice. Hyatt Regency in Chicago. See, I wish see I that's met you when... Then. Well, you see, now, so you've got, like, all my, you know, up and coming stuff. I, I desperately want to go back on and on, on, and do my one man show because you know so you got to do something. Well, if you ever come to Florida, let me know because uh, I'd like to go meet you. You know that that would be sweet. Yeah, man. I've been well. I've been I've, I've been to America about God, must have been to America about fifteen times. Oh wow! My first time was in nineteen eighty two. Man, New York. That was, that was ten years old. New York, just like I pictured it. New York, just like skyscrapers and everything. <laughs> that was that's in the big that's in the big beginning of um, Stevie Wonder song, isn't it? Stevie Wonder song. Stevie, Stevie Wonder's are good. In hot time, Mississippi, surrounded by all the things I Now you do have a website, correct? Him love and affection. I met Stevie at Starlight Express. In 1984, got a picture with him. Wow. And I'm in costume so cool. as well. I'm in costume as well. So he came to hear me. He didn't come to see me. He came to hear me because he can't see, can he? So he came to hear me. So basically, his, his assistant was whispering in his hair what was happening as we're skating around him. Oh, man. That is cool, And man. also, yeah, because when I went to New York in 85, um, this is the one no one's going to believe, right? So I'm in... I'm, I was on the Wham tour at the final party in Philadelphia. Bumped into these two ladies. I don't know how they got into this party. They were quite funny, and we had a laugh. And George was going to New York to do some recording with some of the guys. And it was coming up to my birthday, and I thought, oh, do I I go to New York or do I go home and spend my birthday? La, la, la. Anyway, I decided that I would go to New York. So these girls gave me a piece of paper with a phone number on Said if you come to New York, if you come to New York, you know you can come and stay at our apartment. You know, so I, yeah, all right. And I'm like, you sure? Like, yeah. So I've got a piece of paper. I go from Philadelphia, and I'm standing there thinking, hold on a minute, this is crazy. All I've got is a piece of paper to uh, two ladies that I met the night before in Philadelphia in another state, and I'm like, what if they don't answer the phone? So I'm now going, really, like. Oh, God, I'm like really nervous about dialing the number in the phone box. Right? Yeah. <laughs> so I dialed the number, man, when she answered it, I nearly wet myself. Oh, 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 my goodness. Thank God you're in. Thank, I'm like, oh, thank God you're in. Uh, you know, so anyway, she says, right, get a, get a, get a cab and go get it. She said, go to West 58 and Broadway. Da, 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 da. I said, all right. So I, the last time I went, I got in a cab and the girl that I was going to stay with, she went, yeah, 124th and Lexington, please. I went, oh. Yeah. <laughs> you know that first one because English people everything they said about Harlem was like only at 
you know, and I'm like, oh my God, Harlem. Oh my God, I've heard about Harlem. You get killed as soon as you get off the bus. I know, right? Like, you know, so, so, you know, and then when, when you start downtown at the bus station, right? We were in the cab. So this, I'd never met this girl before because it was a friend of a friend. So we start downtown, right? And I'm like, wow. Because I, di- I didn't know we were going to, um, to Harlem until about 10 minutes into the cab ride. So, yeah, so, you know, we still go 40s and then you're in sort of the 50s. And then, you know, so where do you live? I'm thinking, you know, we're down in the nice part. Where do you live? She went, Harlem. What, ooh, 124th. I went, man, that's right in the middle of it. You know, that's where... That's where Sugar Ray Robinson had all his shots and stuff. And I'm like, whoa. <laughs> I said, this is this is going to be like Kojak. You know? Oh, yeah. every, man, on the bus, all I could hear was those 70s, like, TV musics. Da, 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 da. And it's in my head, you know? And I'm yeah. like, you know, that's, that's what you hear when you see the New York shows. You know, like, uh, no, we're good, actually, yeah. Cheers, Brett. Cheers. So, you know, I'm hearing all these, you know, da, 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 da. Da, da, as I'm yeah. driving up, so we're going past ninety now, and it's getting the, the music's getting louder in my head. You know, it's getting dum 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 dum. Now we're going up to Hundred Street. Oh my God, dum dum dum. And then by the time you get to one hundred and ten, all you're just getting is bong 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 because that's what the taxi's doing in the potholes. Bong. <laughs> now, whereas down on Forty, if it was as smooth as anything. Now I'm up in the hundreds, man. I'm like, I'm on a roller coaster. Bong, 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 bong. <laughs> so by the time I got to 124th, I was a nervous wreck, man. Like, wow. you know, but then, do you know what? In two weeks, I never saw an argument. That's good, though. <laughs> uh, you know, because, you know, that whole thing, you know, there were a couple of cool girls on the corner. You know, like, hi, girl. You know, that, that's okay. when I used to go to the apartment, you know, see them uh, regular. you know. After a while, it was like, how you doing? How you doing? You know, like. Yeah, there was like just ordinary people on the street there. So when I now with these girls now, they go West 58 and Broadway. I went, oh, that's like right in the middle of it. So anyway, we're in this apartment. Cut a long story short. One day I'm in bed sleeping. The phone rings. So I pick up the phone. I, you know, like, hi. Um, uh, and he, the, the person on the other end of the line said, hi, can I speak to Bibi, please? And I went, I'm afraid she's not in at the moment. Um, can I take a message? And he went, uh, could you just say that Bob Fussy rang? <laughs> I'm like, who? Put the phone down, you know, in silence going, oh, that can't be him. That can't be him. So I waited all day because they were out at work. I was walking around the apartment all day going, that can't be him. Right. And I'm waiting for them to come back so they can put me out of my misery and say, no, that's not him. So um, anyway, they came in the door. I ran like a dog. <laughs> hey, a guy called Bob Fossey rang. That wasn't the real Bob Fossey, was it? And they went, yeah, why? I went, huh? I said, how do you know him? They goes, he lives upstairs. I went, what? <laughs> and she goes, why? Do you want to meet him? I was like, what? what? And anyway, the next day she came in on a piece of paper, go to the Minskoff Theatre, blah, 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 2 p.m. And I walked in the, 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 the rehearsal room and there was Bob Fossey with an assistant and a piano player and me wow. and you. Wow. That's pretty cool. Right. You don't need no other story than that because I'll never forget that. <laughs> and that I is... bet you half of the people listening there, they ain't going to believe it either. Well, they'll, they'll have to listen to it. We're going to go ahead and take a commercial break. You're listening to the Jose show on turfs up radio. 
You're listening to Turfs Up Radio, the only radio station of its kind dedicated to the green industry. Now you can even ask Alexa to tune you in when you're home. And welcome back to the Jose Show. I am your host, Jose Roldan Jr. And today we're talking with actor Danny John Jules from the TV show Red Dwarf. And if you want to get a hold of the Jose Show, uh, just look up Facebook. Uh, I have a, a page and a group. And on Instagram, I am at the Jose Roldan. That's T H E J O S E R O L D A N. And on Twitter, I am at Jose Roldan Jr. And uh, today, or actually for him, it's this evening, we were talking to actor Danny John Jules from Red Dwarf. And uh, it's been an honor and a pleasure to speak with you. I, I love this organic talk. Um, this is actually the best interview so far that I've had. Um, I love this kind of stuff. And you have uh, you've made my day, and um, I appreciate it. Well, you know, as I said, if you, if you listen to what I say, all I'm gonna all I'm saying to you is what uh, reality is. I, I don't make up stories, and I don't try to be. I don't try to you know be funny. I.e., gag, gag, gag. Most comedians come on, they basically do their stand up act in front of you. Yes, you know. They've always got a joke, you know, and they know it works. And, and I, I like to do that. I've heard you for the first time and what you get out of my mouth hasn't been written down. It's going to be from the heart and it's going to be from the soul. It's going to be um, just like my characters. I honest, that. honest and honest. You get an honest performance. And I try to portray the character in the most honest light as it was intended, not how I saw it. I would add bits that I think should happen, but I would always work with the basis of that, that um, character that they, um, you know, envisioned. Now, my social media, as he's already done his, ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> everything of my social media is the same. Danny John Jules, the megalomania of Danny John Jules. He's, he's got all, all his, his social media is the same. Yeah. That, yeah. <laughs> I, I got to change mine. <laughs> Danny John Jules. Uh, that's Twitter, Facebook, and um, Instagram and TikTok. I did my first TikTok the other day with my daughter. Yeah. I put, I didn't even put, I put it on, on, on TikTok, but I haven't got any followers and I haven't only done one post, but I took it and I put it on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram, and so far it's had about fifty thousand views. Good lord! In, that's across good. the three, pa- of, it's had about nineteen just on Instagram, nineteen thousand views. So, Holy. but you know, as I said, you know, my, my my social my social media is is some people say my social media is controversial, but it's better to get funny than get mad. I agree. I agree. That is yeah, but I, I, will, I will tear the, the uh, derriere of people on there. But, you know, um, it, it is interesting that, um, in fact, that most of the people on, on, on social media, man, they're very funny. Oh, yes. There are some funny people on there, definitely. It's, it's a shame that we just have to have debaters on there. There's not debaters. You call them the baiters. They just spend all day, you know, sort of, you know, being negative. So I show them how negative one can really be and that you don't want to be in that room. Got to be positive. Because it's better to be fun 
make everybody happy like this interview is going to be. Yes, right? that's, I agree. That is the important thing. I mean, we could come on here and start talking a load of jive about the ills of the world, but every conversation has its place. I do not mix business with pleasure. Makes sense. You know, and so that's what people have to do. You've got to remind yourself that this is business. These are people that spend money on DVDs. They buy your shows. They watch your shows and that. And you've got to give them that time and, and the respect that they're actually keeping you in trousers. And that's why I don't mix business with pleasure. Those people have dedicated their time to watch a show that you're in. You must at least give them that time and about that subject. I agree. We haven't agree. had one political statement yet. Nope. And, and I'm the type I, mean? of person, I don't need it. Yeah, you don't. We don't need it. And and if they bring it up, I don't have a problem with it. You know, I try to respect everybody and and exactly. their, their opinions. That's all you got to do. You know, I would never assume anything about you because I wouldn't be on this interview if I did. I you know that. Exactly. Come on, man. This is showbiz. Show business. Yes, you sir. Know? I agree. Don't get it twisted, man. This is super, too many people in show business and got it completely twisted. Oh, definitely. Yeah. They do. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, as I said, but, you know, showbiz people have always been um, loose cannons. Oh, yeah. Definitely. That's why they're in show business. Who would go into show business if you weren't mad? <laughs> it's, a, it's, a, it's, it, 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 it's a business of no. You're going to hear no 90% of your career. They're going to say thanks, but no thanks. thanks and if no you thanks. ain't got the, if you haven't got the gohanis to take that, like maybe sometimes you could take, you could get that three times a week if you've got free uh, free castings and you don't get any of them. That's three no's you've had in a week. That can get your shoulders down and your head down, but you, you know what I mean? You've got to just keep banging on and chipping away. And if anybody does want to go into this business, be prepared to be frustrated. Be prepared to hear no regularly. And if you can't handle that, then I, people always ask me, you know, how do I get into show business? How do I get into show business? And I always say to them, if there's nothing else in your life that you want to do, go into show business. Otherwise, stay away from it. Trust me. It's, I've taken, been told, down, it's taken down a lot of people. I've been told no a few times trying to get people to be on the show. So I understand yeah. what it means to be told no. Yeah. So. Yeah, so here we go. That was basically, you know, and whatever it is, uh, an hour with Danny John Jules. And, you know, I'm just like any other actor. You know, we just want to work and entertain. That's it. Nothing wrong with that. That's well, it. I'm, I'm going to go ahead and end the show, and then we'll talk Thank after you. the show for a few minutes. So um, my one of my friends, uh, Roger, he's the one that actually gave me two of the questions. Um, yeah. Can you just say, like, uh, in your cat voice... Uh, from Red Dwarf, just uh, maybe like a greeting to Roger. Yeah. I would love that. Yeah. Okay, I'm going to do it for him. Like, so, Roger, apparently you sent me two of the questions. So, because you've been such a good sport, I'm going to tell you the only Roger joke I know. Yeah? And it's very of the moment. You're going to love it, even if you don't like the joke, because it's so relevant right now. So, there's... This guy is in his apartment and all night upstairs there's been a racket and blah, 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 blah. so his mate turns up and he goes, you know, what's all that, what's all that racket? You know, he goes, it's been going on all night, screaming like baying banshees. So he goes, he goes, I think James Bond's up there. She, goes, James Bond, 
why do you think James Bond is up there? Because this woman's been shouting, Roger Moore, all night. <laughs> See? <laughs> What's the most current film out there? James Bond. And who are you? Roger. There you go. But anyway, Roger, thanks for the question, just Megan. Hey! No Make sure worries. you share this episode with your friends, families, and enemies. And I will see you on the next episode of The Jose Show. And don't forget to tell me what you think about it on my social media. Thanks for too. listening to The Jose Show. Be sure to subscribe so you don't miss a single episode. And see you next time. There you go. On the Jose Show. Man, you can edit that into a golden episode, man.